know what it is. Funk Flex, Charlie Clips. We doing it again. Why not? Yes, sir. You see us. Mm. Let me take it from here, Flex. <laughs> <laughs> Crime Square. URL, what up? Beasley. Mm. Look, okay, at first I thought it was madness to do this Until my nigga Madness told me I should do this Skeet on your girl wig, left her with a bad perm Then alley-oop it to my sons like Nash, word I put you in a box or a glass urn Gun butt you in your knowledge, bet your ass learn I throw that potato on a barrel, then call me Jamal I'll shoot into the mash burn Microphone check, one, two, one, two Rajon Rondo face here, what is up? What happened, player? Can't call it. Can't call it birthday celebrator. Woo! Another year. Go me. What do your birthday plans look like as you get older? Nothing. Dinner, <laughs> dinner, and that's it. Like, and some presents. The older you get, that's it. Getting old is kind of trash. It really old. is. Remember, you was like ten. You were like, I can't wait till I, I could now take me back to being ten. Like, I take that over anything right now. Carefree at ten years old. Carefree, no, not a. Care in the world. No stress, no anxiety, no worries. Just living. That's really living when you're 10. You're really living. Uh, I think not, uh, this, not this other grown, grown up stuff. Yeah, you're not I, I living was, your best life as an adult. I was ready to turn my grown up stuff in when uh, after college and uh, I realized I had to pay bills. That was my, that was my welcome to the real world. Oh, yeah. I got to pay my cell phone bill now? I thought yeah. y'all was taking care of that because I was... No? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sucks. You really do. Kids, if you're listening, TJ, stay 14. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you can. <laughs> oh, my God. Deborah, uh, do you have a favorite restaurant that you like to frequent on your birthday? No. I like to think. restaurant hop. Okay. I like yeah, I to get all the fine dining experiences that I can get. Kind of like compare them against each other. So, yeah, that's our thing. Anybody you want to shade at the moment? Come on, give it up. Give it up. No. I actually heard from everybody that mattered. I'm talking about restaurants, nigga. Oh. This place called Lincoln Steakhouse. Okay. Upper no. East Side, Upper West Side, like the seventies or something. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Not a fan at all. Not a fan at all. It was a fine dining restaurant with like the the wait was terrible. <laughs> that was the longest I've ever waited. Like. You could have gotten your food faster at like an Applebee's. Tell email, stop being cheap and make the reservations. Food, we had reservations. Open table. As we, as had, we had reservations. <laughs> we had reservations. We sat down and the place wasn't even like crowded. They weren't overworked. We sitting there and I was pregnant too. I was like two months pregnant. And the food, the, the steak was too pink. I couldn't eat the steak. It was just, it was ridiculous. And I waited like 45 minutes for it. So it was like, what am I supposed to do? We ended up going to the pizza shop. A little hole in the wall, pizza shop down the block. Y'all left the the steak place? Or y'all paid and then went to the pizza shop? We paid. Like, you you know, good little citizens. You trash. We paid and um, yeah, went down the block and got two pepperoni slices, a ginger ale. That was our anniversary, uh, our anniversary date when I was pregnant with the twins. And you don't, you didn't turn up on nobody. Pregnant turn up. Pregnant turn I up. I didn't. Real. I really did. I don't know if I didn't have the energy. The reservation was kind of late. It was like eight ish. That was a little bit late for me. 
I didn't have the energy. I was hungry. Like I couldn't, I couldn't turn up. I had no energy. I couldn't. Man, so we but, just, we just took that L, and that was that. We won't be going back there. Let Tiffany tell it. When she was pregnant, her favorite thing in the world was to turn up on people when they got her food order wrong. Because her thing was, <laughs> it's hard enough for me to choose what I want to eat. That's very true. But that's very true. And you mess it up. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that's very true. And I don't blame any pregnant woman for the turn up when your food is wrong. I keep. Tr- I was trying to. I was trying to like. You know what surprised me? I was trying to be like, you know what? I'll just go return it. She'll be like, no, I want to go because you're not going to yell at them. Like, I'm going to yell at them. I'm like, <laughs> that's all. Like, niggas, if we, get, if we get the food exchange, the money back, it's the same thing. Nah, they, they got to hear it all. They got to get all the smoke. Well, happy birthday on your birthday. That was my birthday two days ago, three days ago. Happy birthday on the time this so Thank you. So what? Um, I don't know if you want to get to the. I want to get right first. into it. That link that you sent me. Okay. First let's, of all, these we'll, state we'll of the culture niggas are hella annoying. Minus Remy. But on this particular topic, I did not agree with Remy. For those that don't know what we're talking about, uh, the teacher that was punching the 14-year-old boy in the face. Marston Riley. Man's name. So the boy squared up. Apparently, he, the, the boy threw a ball at him. Came to the front of the classroom, squared up, cursing the guy out, flexing. Like, he was really going to do something, but the teacher caught him first. I have no problem with how the teacher reacted. I'm sorry. And these people on State of the Culture, like, oh, you're a teacher. You're supposed to teach. Yeah, I'm supposed to teach your kid math and science. I'm not about to give no life lesson on trying to build your character and how you're supposed to behave as a human being and as a child talking to a grown person like you're crazy. All right, you want to talk grown, you want to bark, you want to square up, you want to ball your fist up? Okay, take this. I have no problem with the teacher's reaction. That little boy should have stayed in his place. He's apparently very <laughs> rude and very disrespectful. And <laughs> if his parents got a problem, go up to the school and see the teacher. And in the meantime, you could teach your son some manners and how to be respectful to his elders and how to be a respectful student when he's in a classroom and not be disruptive and not be disrespecting somebody that could be your father. Like, come on. How can, how can people not see this, this angle of it? Like, that little nigga I'm was gonna, rude. And he, he, he got in that dude's face to fight him. I'm going to play devil's 14. advocate. I'm going to play devil's advocate. That's one side. You don't see anything wrong with the teacher's side. I'm, okay. I want you to now... Switch your perspective of the parent of the 14-year-old. Knowing your son squares up with a teacher, a grown man puts hands on your son. What's your reaction on that side? I'm definitely going up to the school to see that teacher, yeah. Okay, because we, we, we think the same way. Because I was looking at it the same. I looked at it from both angles, and I agree with you. Um, working in public schools is rough as it is. So if I if I'm here to teach you a lesson as a, a, a teacher and your child flares up at me and I do my best to like because there was another video, the second video of the girl in Baltimore mm-hmm. where the teacher was actually trying to be cool, calm mm-hmm. and collective and she popped off on the mm-hmm. teacher and the teacher was still like being mm-hmm. respectful like but I wasn't even all right. So my stance on both on both instances if I'm the child's parent, I wish a nigga would put their hands on my son in public school. If he's being a problem, call me. I'll I'll come handle him. Don't, as a grown man, put your hands on my kid. That's first. Mm-hmm. On the flip side to that, once I get to the school and realize, oh, you being a clown, clown. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. You want to square with you want to square with a grown man? All right, come outside. Come on. Since you think you that bad. 
as a 14 year old. All right, come on. Because there is some disconnect between what the parents are teaching their kids and how how Absolutely. teachers are supposed to respond Absolutely. to that situation. I was more, and this this is my big issue is the GoFundMe. Him raising over yeah, that part was funny. <laughs> For what though? Did he get fired? I don't. I didn't get the point of the GoFundMe. Yeah, you get. I don't think any um person that works for a board of education can put their hands on a kid without being fired. Period. So yeah, so he, he got like three. Fired. He got like three, four year salary. Okay. Probably did get fired. My issue, and I'm gonna revisit this after this. But my my bigger issue is the GoFundMe. I'm gonna go back there. But I agree with you. Um, if your kid, if I'm if I'm the teacher now, and your 14 year old comes in class, one. My main job is to go home. I don't care if I'm a cop. I don't care if I'm a student. I don't care if I'm a a mailman or garbage man. My first and last priority is to get home. You kids these days, y'all niggas are real bold thinking that y'all can take everybody out there. He thought because the teacher was kind of small in frame that he was just going to flex on him. Okay. You could see the teacher get... was ready for it, though. He yeah, was he was waiting. He was just waiting. He was like, all right, this little nigga not going to shut up. He's barking in my face like a little chihuahua. He should have put him to sleep. I, that's the only thing I disagree with. Like, I, I, we didn't see him throwing the ball in the video, but him, him swinging on a kid first, I'm not here for. Like, if the kid swung and then he just washed this little nigga, I'm, I'm 100%. <laughs> do your job. <laughs> But for you to swing first, and he was he was kind of buns for not um putting that nigga to sleep. Yeah, that nigga should have parked. He should have parked that fourteen year old <laughs> so that they was <laughs> let one of your friends try me later on this year. Let this be a reminder. <laughs> this is gonna happen. You should put that nigga night 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 put night nigga, nigga night, right night. to sleep. And waited for public safety to come in. Oh, no, no, he's right there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Class is still going on. That's, my only beef with that was him swinging first. And then the reverse video of the girl in uh, Baltimore, you could tell that teacher didn't want to fight. That teacher was scared. She was petrified of that, that big chick. And she caught a boop, boop. I told you stop. I was like, oh, it was a completely different scenario. Like that guy, he wanted to smoke. That teacher in Baltimore, she wasn't trying to. She wasn't trying to square it with that, with that girl. But they shouldn't be put in positions where now I have to take uh, kickboxing classes to go teach. My, yeah. I got a degree in teaching. Yeah, I'm an yeah. educator. Um, you're an educator. Right? Yeah, you you you're teaching math, science, history. Not self defense and <laughs> character and come on, like parents got to do better. You got to do better, parents. I yeah. like don't. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I know. Care. I know. Uh, I know a story of uh, a young guy who worked in a board of ed who was being uh, verbally abused. And he told the principal, "Get this, remove this kid from my class." I think it was a high school kid. Remove this kid from my class. The kid, um, the kid swung on him, and all he did was push him back. And they fired him. No pay, wow. no nothing, no ribs, wow. no. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> wow! I remember I was in high school and we was in gym, and um, Mr. Will, he was like maybe in his 60s at the time. God bless his soul. He's dead. He passed a couple of years ago, I believe. Um, this, this dude just started, like, swinging on him. Now, I don't know what happened. I don't know what led up to it, but I turned around. By the time I turned around, I saw the kid, like, swinging, and he caught him twice, like, once in his jaw and then in his chin. And I'm like, yo, you are wilding. Like, he could be your grandfather. You but, know what? Uh, you know what, teacher? Was, I used to think would um was here for it and was before his time. Remember Mr. Arrow in Pilgrim? Yeah. <laughs> that, that African nigga, he was right. 
He was ready. He was built too. Like that had muscles coming out his neck. Mr. Arrow was ready. And that nigga didn't care about no elementary school. That nigga was ready. That nigga was ready. But yeah, man, you gotta do something. You gotta do something with your kids. Uh, Yeah, I can't be out here trying to fight teachers. Like, they. That's not, that's not cool. That's not cool at all. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna get in since we there. Uh, this ain't really. Uh, I hate that we have to do this. Um, but I'm gonna get a little sad for a minute just to get it out the way, and then we can go get back up. Um, rest in peace to all those in uh, California in that club shooting. Um, I don't think we touched on the synagogue shooting, but rest in peace to those individuals. Rest in peace to the security guard who got killed doing his job. Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing about that particular story, um, it showed me how desensitized I'm becoming to it because when I saw the original post, I thought somebody was just. I, th- I thought it was another. I thought it was a made up story. So I was like, "Here we go again." Y'all really, y'all, y'all like, y'all reaching. I didn't even read it when I saw the headline. I was like, "I, I, I can't do this again." But that's the th- That's that's what and I just scroll right past. That that's what's so crazy to me. When I saw the post, my immediate reaction was, "Oh, they're making up another story because he's black." And then when I read the story, I'm like, "Yo, this is crazy. That this this is what like you feel like someone's making up a story." Because it's so common now. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, hold on. But yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, this is crazy that this is this is the angle you take or what you look at it because it, you see it so much. I, I think it was a stat um that said there were three hundred and six mass shootings out of the three hundred eleven days this year. That's crazy. That yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And you have a president talking about you're trying to do an Islamic ban because he's afraid of a Middle Eastern terrorist. Meanwhile, terrorists are right here, domesticated. I don't understand how all all the white people get the the PTSD label and oh, uh, they're they're war vets and Black Lives. Everybody's a gangster or or. Yeah, a drug dealer, or that's the picture that they paint. Um, yeah, like when, when you're black and you live in a ghetto and you see shootings, stabbings, crackheads, heroin addicts, people slumped over, sleeping on the streets like that's traumatic. That's just as much of a PTSD as some white guy that went overseas and you know saw his, his buddy's leg get blown off. Like, black kids in, in the cities see that all the time. So you can't just label veterans to have PTSDs and, like, niggas out here every day waking up to traumatic situations. Staying on that same vein of you see traumatic situations, even black people every day. The rapper, um, the baby in North Carolina. Yeah. Niggas tried to run up on him at Walmart. Yeah. Fire yeah. carrying state and that nigga blasted mm-hmm. these young kids' heads off. And this is this is why it's like y'all niggas are crazy out here. Yeah. As it hit, you try to rob a man with he's with again, two yeah, angles to this. What is yeah. he's with his family? You try to rob yeah. somebody with his with his family. And you yeah. think he's not going um file like what do you what do you think? How do you think that's gonna play out? We're gonna rob yeah. him with his family and that's just gonna be that? That's crazy. And then now his kids are like, yo, I just saw my father kill somebody. They just somebody. saw their father murder somebody. What do you think that's going to do to them? Traumatic. Nigga. Pay for the therapy sessions now. Like, you can't, you for can't real. fault him. For real. You can't fault him. You really him. can't. You you defending really can't. His somebody run up, yeah, somebody run up on you and you with your kids and everything. Like, you don't know what they holding. You don't know what they have. Your first instinct is to protect what's yours. That's your life and the life of your kids. It's crazy. Like, you're just going to run up on somebody in Walmart? 
with their kids. My mom used to tell me all the time, if you're on a train, when we when we started taking a train by ourselves, she used to tell us if somebody ever asked you or tried to rob anything, just give it to them because just your life them, is yeah. your life is more important. Everything else can be replaced. Yeah. And I'll never forget that because it's like, why am I? I'm gonna go out for a CD player. Right. A walk cell phone. Fifty dollars. Like, just give it up. Some people have like a, a the mentality like this is mine. I work for it, and no, you're not gonna get it. Even if it is something as minute as a as a CD player, if you're talking about the '90s, or something like an iPhone. Like they're like, nah, this is mine. And no, you cannot have it. So you have those types, and then you have the types like, yo, it's just material. I can get another one. Nigga, you can pay a claim. They, you can pay a claim on most stuff nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yo, loss and death is on a whole bunch mm-hmm. of stuff nowadays. And then you got people that want to prove their toughness. No, you're not going to take this from me. And you end up on the other side of that. Um, I want to ask you, and this is what this wasn't premeditated. It just sort of came up because you mentioned it. Um, do you believe in government conspiracies? All the time. Yeah, I'm here for every government conspiracy. Yeah. You know why? Because they're so secretive and selective as to what they tell us. You can't possibly believe everything that the government said. Like, I would be a fool to think that, oh, yeah, the government, yeah, they're right. I remember, and this is touching on your conspiracy thing, I remember when I was in college, when I heard the real story of Columbus, it jacked me up. Legit, legit jacked me up because I was like, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> up, until, up until college, I was like, oh, Columbus, yada, 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 yada. I read that story. It was a history class. My first semester. I'll never forget it because I almost fell out of that same history class. The, the teacher gave us this reading assignment. I read it and I honestly was like, all right, what in the world is going on? <laughs> Wait a minute! You're trying to trick me. I was like, "Nah, there's no way in the world. This got to be somebody else's perspective. This can't be like." <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, a hundred percent. I asked you that because I read that there was a guy, um, maybe like in his mid fifties, who survived the Vegas shooting. And then he was in the Thousand Oaks shooting. Yep. And he also survived. But then there was that clip of that woman who went viral. And she's like, I don't want your prayers. Like, no more guns. Do not pray. I, no more guns. Like, her son was killed in Thousand Oaks. But he also is, escaped the Vegas shooting. Yeah. Stuff like that. It really makes you be like, it, it, yeah, it caught me up. When I saw the headline for the guy, I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Like, like God must really love this dude or he must really have like some purpose out here. And then I saw the video of the lady and she was like, my son made it out of, but he didn't make it out of this one. I'm like, wait a minute. That's two people that were in Vegas and then here both mass shootings, one escaped, one didn't. Okay. It's a little weird to me. I don't know if there's anything there, but it was it just struck me as very it was a little bit too coincidental. No, it's it's a hundred percent weird. And that's the part that's so jacked up. Like about, one um, person, okay, I can see, but then two what are those and chances the exact same of, of the, yeah. and ex- like come on. Come on. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you about that. All right, I see what this is. All right, hold on. I I got a new pickup song because hold on. White people, if you don't know what's going on right now, it's your job. If you see black folks standing up, two stepping, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Get him, Frankie. Hey. 
right. That's going to be our new joint. Whenever you see a sporadic black person get up and start two stepping at your job, <laughs> just know they might be listening to our podcast. Don't and try to join them. Just, yeah, that's, just watch that's, and off. That's the Negro uh, cookout party. Whatever, whatever is a black function, that's the anthem. Facts. Big facts. That, that's the anthem. Uh, so, I feel like we talked about Des Bryant on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More than a little bit. But uh, last week, we congratulated Des for getting the job. And, and, this and week, by that afternoon... <laughs> Why would you lie? <laughs> Get well soon, Des. Like it. Get well soon, Des. Does he come back from this? I don't know, man. That I I don't know if Des is injury prone. I don't know if the football guys just hate Des Bryant, but I think fam, the football guys hate Des Bryant. You can't write that. Like, yo, you can't. You get released. You get off a job. You don't get a job. You get a job by a team that's on fire. On fire. And your very, your second practice, you're injured. Fam. Yeah. Injured for the season. Injured for months. He's going to be out for months. I don't know if he comes back from this. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know how many surgeries Dez has had. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah it took, I'm sure he's going to try. I'm uh, sure he's going to try, but it took, what, 10 weeks for, for any team to, like, come knocking? I mean, ex- except for the, uh, the Ravens who offered him that deal in the summer, but after that, it was like, Few and far in between. Like nobody was checking for Dez, and then you lucked up with this great organization, great quarterback, season going great, and then that's it. And now you're back to scrapping when nobody was really checking for you anyway. And now you was a one year injury. Deal. It was a one year deal, so you're done with them. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Thanks. See you next season. Maybe, maybe not. Like. I don't. I think he's done. Done. done I done. think. Uh, I saw a, a report that said that the Saints would be interested in uh, bringing him back. I don't know how true that is. No, I don't know. I mean, they 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 are very thin at the wide receiver core. They so. just picked up Brandon Marshall. Yeah, I saw that. They picked up Brandon Marshall. I think he's washed. Though I don't think he has anything to offer them. Um, you know what's crazy? Ever no, the Jets. He had a little flash that he could still mm-hmm. be productive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. You had um, what the heck was this nigga's name on the Bears? The nigga that did, the quarterback that didn't want to play at all. The lazy nigga. Jay Jay Cutler. Yes. You had somebody who just didn't care, and you you were looking like a monster. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I thought he. I thought he was going to be crazy in Seattle with um. I thought Russ. so too. I thought so too. But that just you said that thin, but they've been making it work. At that they have they really being thin have. wide receiver. It's because they have two great backs, and when you have two great running backs, it's hard to you know you can do like play action stuff like that. You try to stack box, and then wide receivers are open. If they're that good or not, if they're open, like they can catch then they're going to make plays. So it's been, you know, it's been pretty easy for their receivers. They don't have any, they don't have anybody dynamic, I should say. Drew Brees doesn't need anybody. To be, yeah, he uh... doesn't. I think he, he has like that, that Tom Brady thing where he doesn't really need a big name wide receiver. Like the system that they have, they'll make do with, with the guys there. As long as you can catch the ball pretty well, what we have here will make you look like a dynamic receiver. Oh, it's not even get open. You get some space and get turn around and look space. for the football. I saw today that uh, Tom Brady's number one receiver is a running back. So, 
they make it work with what they have. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That that's that's crazy in itself. Um Monday night's game, uh Rams and Chiefs. Ooh. I'm gonna take the Chiefs. No. No, 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 no. Um Rams have a better defense. Chiefs had a better offense. Chiefs has a better offense. Chiefs defense, it's not that good. It's not that good. But then the Rams secondary is not that good either. And Patrick Mahomey, he can get it down there. He can get it down the field. Oh, I don't know. That's a toss-up. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to take the Chiefs. But like nine. I would just like to say I called Dallas by seven last week. No, you didn't. And I really did. Post I eight. really did playback. Thank you very much. Um, I only said that because I never get that stuff right. So while <laughs> 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 well, I'm celebrating. Um I kinda like the Chiefs too, just because I've been on a Pat Mahomes uh yeah, they can really Bandwagon. score the ball. They can really score. See, but you got a great point. The Rams' defense is ridiculous. Yeah, that front line is ridiculous. That front line is ridiculous. Because of that fact, I'm going to say Rams by three. Okay. Only because I don't know if uh, Mahomes has been – well, no, he has in Denver against uh, – mm-hmm. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. The boy could play. Ram- Rams by three. Um, uh, you got Rams by three. I got Chiefs by nine. I just want to see – I, I want to see a good game. Because um, the Chiefs defense is not going to be able to stop Todd Gurley. Yeah. No one has. Yeah. That's going to be easy. That's gonna be real yeah. easy for him. If the O line can give Mahomes some some protection, mm-hmm. in order for him to either create plays or have Tyreek Hill create plays down the field or Kareem Hunt, yeah. I can see. Yeah, I, Rams by three only because uh, that pass rush is gonna be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It should be a good one. It yeah, good one. I'm 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 here for it. Um, have you given up on fantasy? Are you just have you have you even checked your team? I haven't. I haven't in weeks actually. Shame, 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 shame. Did I make a comeback? What's oh, my I record? Told you when your team is. <laughs> What's my record, yo? Tell me. <laughs> I'm a TJ. Send your email. I'm gonna have to call me to come back, kid. Replace your aunt or your pops in this fantasy <laughs> league. So nah, don't replace me. I'm irreplaceable. Um, I'm a former champion, yo. Don't don't oh, disrespect yeah. me, mm-hmm. okay? Right. Don't mm-hmm. disrespect me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> former champion. Mm-hmm. I am nice. I am. I'm in one league where the commissioner stacked the odds against me. I'm in first place in this league, and I tried to pick up a court. I tried to do a trade. I was trying to get um, was it Kareem Hunt? No, I was trying to get Kamara, but I was trading away Drew Brees because I had Pat Mahomes as my quarterback. Well, now you know how it feels. Well, yeah, I, I never veto trades. I leave that up to the system. But that wasn't my point. I put the trade in for Drew Brees, and I tried to pick up Carson Wentz as my backup because I was trying to finagle a trade. Guess what happens? The commission doesn't let the trade go through, and he picks up Carson Wentz. So, (laughs) Will Smith, if you're listening, 
and not the 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 mogul. I'm talking about the. Oh, William did this to you. Dirty. Oh, well. Did wow. me dirty. That's your man too. My man, yo. Wow, well. Change this nigga name in my book. He no longer Will Smith, man. I call this nigga something else. Call this nigga Bill something. I ain't calling this nigga William. Bill. <laughs> call this nigga Bill. Not, not having it. Um, I said I wanted to get on a, the GoFundMe thing because GoFundMe annoys me. Yeah. I don't understand how people that really need GoFundMe can't raise money. And then niggas that don't need it abuse it and get crazy money. Did you see the story of uh, this homeless person? Um, This lady's car broke down. This homeless guy, I think he's a retired vet. He tells her, you know, stay in your car. I'm going to go get gas. Comes back with a gas can, gas canister, whatever have you. Fills her car up. So a couple of weeks later, she, um, her and her boyfriend, uh, give him what I think it's like a thousand dollars or something like that, and then they create a GoFundMe for him. They raise over a hundred thousand dollars for the GoFundMe, and this is uh, people wow. are POSs. Yeah, they kept the money. They didn't even give it to the homeless guy. <gasps> no. They get the money. I got caught because I posted it. I'm like, yo, this is a dope story. I posted it. I'm like, yo, they raised money. They got over $100,000. Somebody commented and was like, yo, did you hear what happened? Like the end of that story? I was like, nah. It was like, yeah, the couple kept the money. They never gave it to the homeless guy. I'm like, deleting this post? Like, what the hell? Wow. Isn't that illegal? Like, is that illegal? Like, I don't. I don't know if it's illegal because they're raising the money. Like it, it, they changed the GoFundMe. Some type of restrictions or laws or something against people doing these types of things. It gets better. Did you hear about the the, the black Republican girl? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She raised money from conservatives. Yeah. She got over a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. And she was like, yeah. F y'all, I ain't Republican, but I <laughs> Republicans is stupid. That's why, like, good for them. <laughs> I'm like, That's how crazy, is it that though. easy how, to get money? How is it that easy? It's a, it's a crooked thing. Like, you can get you can get money from GoFundMe if you not if you don't really need it. Yeah. If you put up, yo. My mom's needs surgery. Right. I to... need $50,000. You know, look at the, the tab and it's going to be like, you raised $25 of your $50,000 goal. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all niggas ain't. Yo. Five donors, $25 <laughs> to your goal. <laughs> this nigga punches a 14-year-old, he gets $100,000. Like... That nigga ain't never seen that money as a teacher. What city was that? I don't know what city that was where that nigga punched that kid. It, it got to be one of them Detroit, Philly, <laughs> one of the inner cities. Like, where niggas just don't play. Detroit. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of them cities where the niggas just don't play and they don't care. Detroit, uh, yeah. But I wanted to ask you, not on GoFundMe, but just what's your stance on giving money in general, whether it's to a bum on the street, a homeless person, or somebody like doing something for a cause, what's your stance on giving giving out money? Um, for bums on the street, panhandlers, <laughs> people on the train, uh, um, if I have change, though, like, in my pocket, like, in my coat pocket, or, like, readily near my hand, I would, but I'm not the type to, like, dig through, like, open up my pocketbook and open my wallet. That's too much work for me, and then you're just, like, standing there, and it's weird. But you're a female. So, I can understand that part. Yeah, too, so, like, like, that part is weird, but if I have, like, if I'm sitting on a train or sitting on a train and my hand's in my pocket and I have some loose change and some panhandle comes by, I'll 
that's no problem. I'll just give him the change for her. Um, I would. I, I haven't. Like, I've seen some people that I know um, try to do things for the needy and the homeless and coat drives, stuff like that. And I would, but for whatever reason, I just never get to. Um, but I don't have anything against it. Like, I'm not against it at all. I, I would do it. It's just that I, I procrastinate a lot generally. And I'll say I'll get to it or um, I'll donate something and then I don't do it. And then by the time they're ready for it, it's, I don't have it. So it's like, all right, my bad. I'll catch you on the next go around. Um, but that's for like people that I know personally that have like these, um, initiatives to like feed the hungry or whatever, or, you know, send clothes to the islands or something like that. Um, that I would do. I'm not against it. I haven't done it, but I would. Just that. I'm skeptical about everything. So when niggas come on a train and I feel like it's the same story. Oh, I just got out of jail. I'm trying to get back working. Okay, for the first person, I, 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 you know, you got my heart. I hear the story three more times in that same span of a, a, either a week or a day. I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. either y'all must have felt or saw that this was this worked for somebody and now you're using it. But what I can't stand is when you come on a train with your kids and you like, um, yeah, I'm raising money for my daughter. They can't eat, blah, 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 blah. It's like, fam, why you got them on the train? Yeah. Sympathy points. And that's why I'm, I'd be skeptical about giving people, like, I'm the type of person, I may not give you money if you're a panhandler or whatever have you, but if I'm at a restaurant and you're outside, I may bring you something, like, mm-hmm. order something random and bring you something. I'm that person. But I'm also the person, if I'm in a Popeye's or something, and you walk up right at the register, and you're like, yo, can you... <laughs> no. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. Why, though? Like, what's the difference between someone standing outside the door and someone at the register? I feel like if you're standing outside the door, you're not in my personal space. You're, you're going to hold the door invasive. and ask for change. Yeah. Nigga. If you had a Popeye's, then Popeye's has open windows. No, this nigga just walk up next to you. Yo, can you, can you? No, nigga, first off, back up. Give me oh, my space. <laughs> so I'm guessing you don't like when you're in the drive through and those guys walk up on the window like. I'm paranoid. No, don't walk up on a drive through window. No. <laughs> I'm live. I'm live with a ship night and run you behind over. No, don't, no, don't do that. Oh God, you're ridiculous, no. yo. Yeah, I, I can, I can buy you food. Like, I remember this one guy almost. He, he almost ruined it for all y'all uh, panhandlers and homeless people. I remember I was in Penn Station one day. I was going home, walking to the A train. This guy, I think, it was outside of KFC. He was like. They're, you know, asking for money. I was like, you know what? Come on to KFC. First mistake, come on inside. Pick what you want. I'll, I'll buy it for you. This nigga was like, yo, let me get. I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right. I was like, I won't make that mistake again. <laughs> well, he got a bucket. <laughs> a nigga, yo. <laughs> I was like, all right. Oh man, that nigga probably ain't eating make... in like seven days, bro. I was like, I ain't making that mistake again, nigga. If I see you outside, <laughs> I'll bring you behind a McGriddle or something. I ain't letting you choose. <laughs> I ain't letting you choose. You get what I get. If I if I get you a two piece, nigga, and you want it, uh, uh, t- tenders instead, I can't help you. Enjoy your two piece. <laughs> God bless. But. Oh, yeah, I, ain't, I ain't doing that. Uh, yeah, come inside. I'll buy it for you. Nah. <laughs> what do you think about the people who like put on, on social media that they gave? Like I've seen a couple of instances that people put on like their Insta stories 
them walking up to a homeless person and like dropping money in the bucket. Or like handing why them a it, sandwich or something. Why does it gotta be recorded? Yeah, I feel like that too. Like just do it. You don't gotta tell the world. Because now you're you're trying to get brownie points for mm-hmm. being a, a good Samaritan. Yeah. I'm recording me I wish I recorded uh the times I was acting generous homeless you. But then again, it's like why would I? Right. If I'm if if are you doing it out of the kindness of your heart or are you doing it to like, you know, show people that you did something nice and then you want a pat on the back for it? I think people want the pat on the back if they're recording it. If you're just doing it and nobody ever knows that you do it, like people say all the time, well, why don't Jay-Z and Beyonce do this? Or why don't they donate? You don't never know what mm-hmm. they do with their money. Mm-hmm. And that's perfect because it's so easy to be like, oh, we're going to do a clothing drive or we're going to do this. Like, the times are like, and this is not a a, a shot at T.I. or Drake, but you go in the store and you like, oh, I'm buying everybody's groceries. Why do you have to have a cameraman when yeah. you do that, though? Yeah. yeah. Just do it. Go in there and just, yo, everybody's groceries are on me. And I'll always be mad that they don't do that in New York because nigga. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> What's that shopping show Sharia used to watch where niggas would just uh you'd run through the aisles and pick Supermarket up the market suite? Nigga. <laughs> I see like when they do supermarket sweep or like the like for Black Friday they do the electronic stuff mm-hmm. and they get a time frame. Nigga, I'd be like, all right. Bruh. Here's the plan. I'm scra- I'm grabbing the TVs first. Put them on the bottom of the cart. <laughs> Put them on the bottom of the cart. You got it all mapped out. <laughs> yeah, I never understood why niggas didn't like get the TVs, push those first, and then go get them. <laughs> Let me be on one of them electronics. One of them. <laughs> I'm getting the stuff I know my house run out of quick. I'm going straight to the detergent aisle first. Facts. I'm getting all those non-perishable juice. Facts. What? Are you a brand person? Yeah. Brand specific? Yes. Absolutely. I do not buy store brands. No. Ketchup got to be Heinz. Salad dressings have to be like Wishbone or Hidden Valley. Yeah. Why are people like that? Because I'm the same way. Like, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna get me with your generic. Yeah, no. Nah. Shop right yeah. brand, no sir. <laughs> <laughs> no sir. Not at all. Like, no. Nah. Not gonna do it. Your juice costs eighty nine cent. Yeah, Good for nah, you. I'm gonna pay a dollar ninety nine for Tropicana. Store brand waters and no. Mm-mm. Nope. Are you the same way with toothpaste? Toothpaste? Yeah. Yeah, Colgate. Colgate or Crest. Yo, it's crazy. Why are people, like... Why do people do that? I'm saying it because I do it myself. It's either those two, and there's mad toothpaste. There's mad toothpaste out there. Mad toothpaste brand. I'm like, nope. Yeah, nah. Either this or that. Nope. Colgate or Crest. That's it. I do want to try uh, charcoal toothpaste. I saw that that's good for like the enamel on your teeth or something, or it makes like your teeth stronger. Nigga, you better get tooth uh, crest with enamel in it or Colgate with enamel in it. Yeah, I guess. I want to try the charcoal though. It's all natural. You do your thing. Your breath gonna be smelling. <laughs> <laughs> You gonna brush your teeth and it's gonna still smell like you got morning breath. <laughs> that natural stuff. Nah, then you scope it out. Listerine, wash, you know. Not I, I thought about this the other day and I said I was gonna ask you about this because you got four kids and I wanted to honestly get your take. You ever been in a house with your kids like ready to choke all four of them and then the moment email comes in 
you put them all on him and watch him struggle and laugh at him? Yeah, all the time. Okay. All the time. All right. Yeah. No, I do not do that to you, Tiffany. I hear you asking. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> do not do that to you. <laughs> but I, I promise, I, I thought my kids, both my my three week old and my two. What could she have possibly done to you to make you want to choke her little three week old no. neck? Not her. Not her, but her and her brother—they were plotting against us. They were—they were co-conspirators. They were plotting against us. What did he do? Yo, I—I I hate when Caden, uh, when he doesn't sleep, like when he—he's he, restless and he doesn't sleep, mm-hmm. and then he gets up early, and then he, when Caden's sleeping, he gets silly and super active. <laughs> so he'll wake up at seven a.m. and he'll be ready to like turn up, turn up. And I'm like, nah, fam, mm-hmm. go back to sleep. I told Kate the other day, I said, you, you, I, see, I see your plan. I see you're going to try me today. <laughs> and it ain't going to work. Do I you find you yourself me. saying things to your kids that your parents said to you? All the time. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I, people used to always say, you play too much. Like, I will always hear that throughout my entire childhood. And now that's all I say to my kids, like, you're playing too much, and it's annoying. You need to stop. You're playing too much. <laughs> and I'm like, dang, was, was I this annoying to, like, the adults in my life when I was a kid? It's crazy. I I um often find myself, like, if I, I'll say something and I'll do something, and I'll be like, dang, that was my father. What the heck? Where did that come from? Yo, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Like, your kids ever make you uh, forget how to speak? Oh, yeah. You be so mad you yeah. forget how to speak? Yeah. Just go sit down somewhere. I ain't got nothing <laughs> to say. Just go, go sit down somewhere. As a parent, you're pushing me to my breaking point. So go, like, just get away from me. I don't... Yeah, but then I, didn't even think, I don't even think that they get it in that moment. It's, it's... They don't. They don't. They don't. They, they do not. You ever change your name from mommy to something else? Just call me anything else but mommy. I no, I just call. say stop calling me. Don't don't say mommy another time. You can tap me, but don't say mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> we was in Target and Caden was going, Daddy. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> so I stopped the car and I was like, Kaden, 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 you see how it feels? <laughs> and these people, <laughs> these people next to me started laughing. And I was like, don't, don't be mad. Don't, don't uh, question my parenting skills. Just, just go with it. But, oh, man. I was like, you see how it feels? Kaden, Kaden. <laughs> Mad Tiffany was dying laughing. Yeah. I'm like, Sam. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, being well, a parent is great though. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Great. I wouldn't trade it for the world. How do you do uh with are both twins active or one riles the other one up? They're both pretty active, but Eva is extremely, extremely busy. Like they're they're both on the move nonstop. But if I turn on like Bubble Guppies or Mickey Mouse, Ellie will sit there and she will sit there for a very long time. Eva will sit for a few minutes and then she's up and looking to do something and and, and then she'll come <laughs> back and it's like, but Ellie will sit. But if they're not watching TV, then they're just on the go, nonstop. Nonstop, nonstop. Up and down, climbing. It's like, ridiculous. You teach, you teach it, you want your kids to walk so bad until they actually start. Yeah. Walking. Yeah. And to talk, I remember when Ethan, Ethan was like two before he started talking. And I'm like, well, my baby's not talking. <laughs> and now Ethan does not, does not shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, 
so yeah you want all these things to happen so fast and then when it start happening it's like oh, take me back to two months I, I used to I used to be like, oh, I can't wait till Caden starts walking and starts blah, 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 blah. Now, I'll be ready to strap this nigga down to his uh, <laughs> Strap this nigga down to his feet. Damn. Yeah. You're doing way too much. Yeah. Did you finish uh, Snowfall? Did you watch Snowfall? Yeah. I watched Snowfall in real time. You just what finished was, it? I was late to the party. Clearly. I was late to the party. Um, I wish I would have been able to watch it in real time, but I don't think I would have got through season two if I didn't binge watch it because season one didn't get my attention. Um, yeah, season one was kind of like a, a build up. I'm I see now after I've seen season two. Season one was kind of like a build up. You know, it wasn't really much to it. Um, not a lot of drama, not a lot of action. It was just kind of like foundation, I guess you you can say. Uh, I found myself getting mad at Franklin so many times throughout mm-hmm. the course of the series, and I don't know when it's coming back on. Probably um, next summer. I don't even know where they go from here. But I find myself being mad at Franklin so many times. And I started thinking about, like, drug dealer movies. I'm like, yo, this nigga has all the smarts in the world, but this is the wrong business for him. Like, Mm -hmm. you apply that someplace else. Do you ever wonder or wish after you watch, like, these drug dealer movies, you feel like maybe you could have Penetrated. Nigga, I listen to it. I listen to a Jeezy album. I'm ready to uh, go through the kitchen and tear up some baking soda in my kitchen. So, uh, <laughs> I watch these drug dealers movies and like because you see so many of them, you like, yo, I see. I, and I told Tiffany, I said, I see the downfall of every drug dealer, and that's you get too, you get too cocky, mm-hmm. you get too like, you, you get, get too a comfortable big head. or you get too cocky. Think you untouchable. Yeah. Like, so you, you, the drug itself is, I want to be the only person doing mm-hmm. it. I want to be the one making all the money. I told um, Pablo Escobar was a great example of that. That uh, Narcos doc on Netflix, that nigga had more money than he knew what to deal with. Yeah. And he was still like, yeah. the Medellin cartel, this is it. I don't want no other cartels. Like, I see movies all the time like that, and I'm like, yo, part of me would be like, all right, when, what's what's my get-out plan? What's right. my getaway? Right. Because your only exit at that point is, like, jail or the grave, unless you figure out how to flip it into something legit. I don't know why I always root for uh, the bad guy. The drug dealer, right? Like, get away. Every time I watch American Gangster, I'd be like, damn, y'all, like, why they had to get Frank? I'm like, okay, like, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) See, but the part, even in American Gangster, Denzel knew when he he had heat on him because of that that mink. Yeah. He knew instantly, yeah, this is what's going on. This one put me on the radar. Yeah. Yeah, but this I'm, is what's gonna put my radar. I'm always rooting for the drug dealers. You and me both. My only thing with uh Franklin was that I felt like he did too much talking to too many people. Like I get it, it was a show, but when he took the, the two keys to the, the guy's house to ask him how to cook the stuff, I'm like, Yeah, fam, you're doing way yeah. too much. Yeah. You're doing way too much. Yeah. It was but yeah, I, 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 I was late to the snowfall um, snowfall party. And I, Why do they make the cops the people that you hate the most in these uh, drug dealer things? <laughs> Real life parallels. Like... That, un- that undercover lady, I was like, yo, fam. <laughs> if y'all niggas don't shoot her, 
And she was mad annoying now. Either the cop is annoying or the person that they turn mm-hmm. who snitches on everybody is annoying. Like uh the cousin, what's his name? What cousin? Frank's cousin. Frank Lucas' cousin. No, yeah. not Frank Lucas' cousin. Franklin. Franklin's cousin. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. That he was annoying too. Yeah, and he was just so that mad about that that his friend getting murdered that he just that was just his driving force for everything. I'm thinking, all right, well, don't show them how to do it exactly, like right, like duh, <laughs> nigga. You ever train somebody at work and only give them like surface right, of what you do exactly? Nigga, I ain't gonna give you all the sauce. Yeah, like (laughs) you figure it out for yourself. Yeah, nigga, f out of here. You gonna get this? You gonna get the little sample sauce? Exactly. You gonna get the tip of the iceberg? You ain't getting the whole joint. Make myself uh, indispensable. This stuff I know how to do (laughs) that you niggas don't know. I know how to do. And I used to work downtown. I was in charge of like giving out the metro cards. The hustle, nigga. You couldn't tell me I wasn't Frank Lucas or these niggas. You couldn't tell me I wasn't Frank Lucas. Hundred people in the office. I was in charge of um, ordering metro cards because they ordered them by the quarter. So three months at a time, mm. nigga. I finessed that joint. I- <laughs> I ain't gonna call no names, but TJ, your mom was a customer of mine. You don't get nobody um, implicated now. Uh, yeah, I ain't gonna call no names. <laughs> but your husband also was a customer, <laughs> a customer of mine. Oh man, <laughs> I, used to, I used to have the 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 actual credit card joints, and then the the credit cards for the people. That took Metro North in and out of the city, but you can still use them at the vending machines. And then the actual physical Metro cards, because like people would change how they traveled. So mm-hmm. I would have too many Metro cards. Nigga. Mm-hmm. When they let me go, it wasn't because of that. <laughs> they were like, Do you need to pack up your uh your desk? I was like, No, there's only one thing I need to get. Went to the closet, <laughs> got my stash, <laughs> and was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Do you need us to call? No, I'm good. I'm actually, I'm actually really good. I don't need to back up nothing. Bruh. They, they let my whole department go. There. Do you need a box? That, nope. I just need to grab something from the closet right quick. I just need to grab something. That's freaking hilarious. Yeah, but... It is what it is. Um, I don't got no shows. Um, uh, I, I know you don't have a show. I you slacking. I did watch that Amazon Prime show with Julia Roberts that I said I would, but that ain't it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta find something else. I was told that Single Parents was uh, funny on ABC. I haven't taken a look at it yet, but. I, I realize how uh, how much time you have on your hands when you're in the house. You yeah. can binge whatever you want. <laughs> That's a we fact. We breeze through snowfall like. Did you been, catch up on billions? I gotta finish this current oh season. I gotta finish the current God. season. I keep telling you, I don't like the the nigga who plays um. The anti-hero. He annoys me. I think that's what, why I can't. Cool. Paul Giamatti? No, Giamatti's good. It's the other guy. Axe. Axe? Oh. Axe is the guy who plays. Nah. The guy who plays Axe, like, I feel like any and anybody could have been Axe. Val Kilmer. I don't know nah. what they were going for. Axe is dope. He was Brady on, um, what's his face? Home Homeland. 
And he's British. Yeah. yeah that's some if... really good acting he's doing. All the British actors, like, it's crazy that they, they speak so well when yeah. they're filming and then when they yeah. do interviews. I'm like, nigga, how? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the first time I saw an Idris Elba interview? I'm like, this nigga faking? What's yeah. happening? I don't know if I enjoy his acting as much as I enjoy the other Brits, but yeah, I get your point. But it just took me by surprise yeah. because I was like, I thought he was a, a nigga nigga. Oh, yeah. I know he was an English nigga, but still. <laughs> English nigga. No, I didn't know he was an English nigga. But you niggas get your, uh, hope you got your food stored up. It's going to be cold this weekend. It's snowing now. Is it snowing where you are? It's snowing as we speak. But when you hear this, it won't be snowing. But as we speak right now, it's snowing. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be snowing. Uh, Like us. Don't be uh, stingy. Share. Um, Oh, that's like... One of these days, I'm going to big up a lot of... uh, a lot of other people with small businesses. Won't be today, but one day we'll big up people with small businesses. We can do that. I like that. Yeah. If you got a, a small business, uh, you can leave us a message, whatever face, Instagram, Twitter, Gmail, uh, all of the social medias. Uh, you can, or if you listen to this on Anchor, you can leave us a voice message telling us what your small business is, and we'll try to plug it or give you a shout out, spotlight, something. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Send the payola, and then we can give you all the plugs <laughs> in the world. But, yeah, I guess that's all I have. That's all I got, too, kid. I think uh, we're going to open up with the Charlie Clips freestyle from Flex. Get that nigga Clips! I think we're going to open up with that. Um, did we ever speak about the J. Mills case, Sean? We won't do it now, but I don't remember if we did. No, we didn't. I didn't even see it. I got to watch right. it. And some of Madness um, happened last week, and we got to talk about that, too. All right, cool. We got something. Yeah. Something we're gonna get into oh, it. wait. Are we going to do an episode next week? Because that's Thanksgiving. Or are we going to? Yeah, it is. Oh, you want to record maybe another day? Drop it on Black Friday? Of course. I'm here for the Black Friday drop. <laughs> Yeah, we can do that. All you niggas doing the door busters, we'll 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 help you through your uh I got a great story about Black Friday too, so all right, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna record on a Wednesday. Oh, how yeah, yeah.